yuppie, also known as young urban professional, a word that was coined in the 1980s to describe someone with a well-paid job and a fashionable lifestyle. This word has changed a lot since then. Even Urban Dictionary paints it as a word that describes people in Portland or New York, or even people who wear gray and black and khaki slacks. A word that revolves around Starbucks coffees, foreign restaurants. Now, I do think these definitions are a little bit untrue for the average yuppie, quote-unquote. But I do think there's meaning to be found here. And in this episode, I really want to talk about the word yuppie, the meaning behind yuppie, my understanding of how I fit into that word, as well as yappy. And more specifically, I want to address the five-episode series Yappy by Wong Fu Productions. I'll also be covering how I got to my current job, why I chose finance, and the career path that I'm in. With that being said, let's get to the first episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Best Regards, Brian. I'm wishing everyone a healthy and safe New Year's. I hope everyone had a fantastic holiday break. I know I did. I went back to Houston and I had a ton of food with my family. Definitely gained a lot of weight, but that's what the New Year's resolutions are for, right? So really, really glad to get this started. I want to talk about how these podcasts are going to be you know, structured. I'm hoping to have them every week on Monday, around 20 to 30 minutes, because I know everyone's time is valuable. So I won't make them an hour long, I promise. And each episode, I want to center it around one main topic or theme, whether it's personal, professional, or just thought-provoking in general. And as you can tell by the title, this episode is going to be addressing the label and mostly stereotype about being a yuppie or yappy. Um, we will have guests throughout each month, maybe even more than one each month. I've been getting a lot of great support. Really thank you guys for reaching out and, and you know volunteering. I'm so excited to interview you guys. Um, and, and we'll talk about a variety of different topics, how they got to their current job, what their career path is like, you know, what are their personal hobbies and you know what are passion projects that they're working on, or even side hustles. I think that's what this podcast is mostly about. I really just want people to really think hard about what it is that they're interested in or maybe through conversations and interviews, you'll start thinking about, okay, I didn't think this was an area I really wanted to develop myself in, but after listening to this podcast, I do. And, and that's the whole purpose, right? I think as a young professional and just a young person in general, there's so much time and freedom to grow yourself, whether it's personally or professionally or to whatever degree I think growth should be a constant that we really strive to. Uh, so I know I've, I've been rambling, but you know I want to use some of this time to talk about who I am, where I'm from, and what I do. So originally from Pearland, Texas, so shout out to all my dirty, dirty peas, as they call it. Uh, I think maybe I'm the only one who calls it that. But uh, southeast of Houston and in, in a growing suburb called Pearland, I, I spent the majority of my life there. Um, shout out Glenda Dawson, great high school, I guess. Uh, and then I went to school at UT Austin, uh, so not so far away. I chose to study finance with a minor in accounting there, and I was quite involved with a few different student organizations uh, like Chinese Student Association, Delta Sigma Pi, and Asian Business Student Association. Uh, I had a really great four years there. 
I'll say, you know, thankfully and, and shout out to everyone who is doing Zoom University and, and going to school in this crazy period of time. I had a great experience and I'll never forget all the friends and memories I made there. So I do want to spend a little bit of time just going through some general Q&A about my work life, my profession, and, and sort of how I got here. Of course, I can have some more episodes in the future going more in depth if there is demand for that. But just jumping in, I did do two internships before my current role at Dell. I had interned at a renewable energy company my sophomore year, and then General Mills, a pretty large consumer packaging goods company in Minnesota. Had a really great time there, met a lot of people I otherwise wouldn't have met had I not ventured out of Texas. And what a beautiful, beautiful state in the summer, of course. Uh, Love Minneapolis, shout out the Twin Cities. Uh, is a great place to visit in the spring and summer, so 10 out of 10 would recommend. I think about that internship as a pretty pivotal moment in my college career just because it was the internship before senior year. I was trying to figure out where I wanted to go post-college, especially since you know I was so into finance. I enjoyed my classes and I enjoyed the people I had met at my internship, and so ultimately I combined that interest in pursuing industry is what we call it and my interest in staying a little bit closer to home I did realize I wanted to be a little bit more accessible and thankfully I found the finance development program at Dell it's this two-year rotational program with six-month rotations and I've met such great friends and uh, made so many great experiences both during and even now I'm just learning a lot in my job and from the people that I work with this program was sort of like a sweet spot for me because I'm still learning what I want to do in finance and what I want to do in the tech industry, but I don't want to be a developer. So shout out to all those folks who are on the same wavelength. Uh, This program really allowed me to experience different rotations, but more so learn about what I liked, didn't like, where I could improve, where I was already great at. (laughs) Um, Not a lot, but... I've been having a great time. I do want to briefly just talk about some pros and cons about this program. If you're interested in any type of development program, especially this one in particular, uh, I I think, again, the main points here, I think the friends that I've gotten from this program, the network, I think is super important, especially starting in your career. Uh, Being able to meet different teams, different managers in in a two-year period is very important, especially those first two years out of college. I do enjoy the fast-paced six-month rotations. forces you to learn the role quickly, forces you to start implementing um, new ideas immediately, or else your time in that rotation is pretty much up before you even can blink an eye. It is very fast-paced, and it's just a challenging environment, sometimes even more challenging than school, to be honest, uh, but I, I do enjoy it. I do want to say, though, on every on every positive, there are some downfalls. Uh, and I won't spend too much time, but know that these kind of programs are competitive. Uh, you have a high level of responsibility early on in your career, right? They, they're expecting you to accelerate your career development, and everything you learn is expedited in such a short amount of time. So going back to why I chose finance. In high school, I enjoyed a lot of my extracurriculars. I enjoyed being in leadership positions. I enjoyed working in teams. I think in nature, I'm a pretty collaborative person, and I love just connecting and meeting with new people. 
So I found that the business route was the most exciting route for me, where I could immediately learn new skills and information to help pick up a job after college and you know, grow a business and be a part of something bigger. I know that sounds sort of corny, but I truly had such a, I guess, quote unquote, entrepreneurial mindset early on, uh, which I connected well with finance as when I think about it, the heart of all businesses and sort of how a business runs is is really supported by finance people. And everything from sales to marketing to HR, we are interconnected in it all. And I found this really fascinating and something that really called to me early on. And that's sort of how I got my kick start in finance, if you will. And to be honest, it was only recently that I figured out why I truly connected finance and why I really wanted to work in the business field. When I took a step back, I realized that at the end of the day, I'm helping a company make products and technology that are helping businesses around the world and even people, right? When you think about Dell, our laptops are pretty important, and especially our monitors and our keyboards, you can't forget that, and our mouses. Uh, I think about the work that I do, and, and it's not just to help a business grow, but it's also make better technology and help people at the end of the day. And that's sort of where I really connected my career with my passions. And at the end of the day, it's I want, if I can connect with more people, if I can impact people more positively, then I'm doing something right. And I couldn't think of a better company than Dell, centered in Austin, Texas, where I could call home for the next two years. I was really, really thankful for this opportunity. And I've been learning a lot. You're probably wondering, okay, Brian, well, what do you do on a day-to-day cool finance development program? What's that? It's almost like this weird hybrid from like a real job in college. So what I mean is like throughout the program, we would have exams and we would have simulation and all these other activities stacked on top of a normal 40-hour week. And to be honest, every week looked a little bit different. I will say in most finance roles, there's a component where you're running reports, you know, you're on Excel, you're on PowerPoint, you're on Outlook, you are refreshing data and you're refreshing these PowerPoint slides, making sure your leaders are staying informed on the business, how our financial goals are looking and how far we are from attaining them. Some of the less monotonous work included, you know, ad hoc projects and different presentation opportunities for executives. And it's really exciting because as one of the youngest people on in the company it's really hard to get that time and visibility in front of more senior leadership and when they take the time to listen to you and really trust your opinion uh, i think that's just a really positive catalyst for your self-esteem for your motivation and it really adds to that life experience bucket in my opinion without really diving too much more into my you know previous roles i will say my current role is really unique I work really hand-in-hand with a lot of our sales folks in our Canada business at Dell, and it's something I never thought I would have the privilege of doing. And every day, it's about trust between me and my sales partners. I truly feel like I am a valuable addition to the team, and I feel that my work is important and that I'm interacting with real people at the end of the day. Uh, I'm not just in spreadsheets, and I'm not just looking at numbers, and it's not like anything like the office in terms of like boring work and i'm most thankful for that also i might not have like the most positive experience working remote and working from home uh i'm a pretty extroverted person so 
believe me, I cannot wait till the office is open. I'll be the first one back, to be honest. I, I enjoy seeing people and just absorbing the environment while I'm there. It's crazy to think that it's already been a year and a half since I started working, and I'm already having to think about where do I want to go after the program. It ends in August, unfortunately. Uh, I think I want to stay close to the business, want to work with our computers and our laptops, and hopefully be a financial support over there. Uh, Stay tuned. I will have to be making a decision soon. But let's talk about Yuppie and why we're making this episode center around that. As you can tell, I have had the privilege of going to college and I have studied a major and and now in a career slash job that is pretty well defined within that word. Um, You know, I'm living in a suburb, unfortunately, (laughs) as a 23 year old. Uh, I'm working a typical eight to five. I am living pretty well, I guess. And yeah, I, I would fit the nominal term yuppie pretty well if you asked a stranger. But I don't want to be considered a yuppie for any of the negative connotations that might come with it. And I think a lot of people think that yuppies are self-centered and self-sufficient and don't care about anything other than worldly goods and possessions. But I will say a lot of the friends that I've made and the people I've met in in this industry and career path are very different from what you would think. I've met a lot of passionate, great, smart, funny, um, just caring and real people um, throughout my last year and a half. And maybe it's just the changing demographics and the Gen Zs taking over and millennials getting old. Uh, Maybe it could be a combination of everything I said before. I just think as more young people enter this field, it's changing by every year. People are less worried about how much more money can I make next year, and they're more worried about how am I making the world a better place? How am I adding to the sustainability efforts? What can I do outside of my you know eight to five job to actually help the world? I think this isn't just a noble cause anymore. I think yes, we do have a level of privilege and opportunity that maybe our you know parents did not have, or you know people that came before us. But it's a it's a knowing effort and trend that I'm seeing among people in my age group. And it's super exciting because it's less about, okay, well, how much do I have to work to be able to live? But it's almost like you're living to work in the most positive way, right? I'm not saying you have to work 24-7, you have to only work, don't care about your personal affairs. No, no. I'm saying that how do you make your job less about okay, I need to do X, Y, Z, let me log off. What's the minimum I can do and when's my next paycheck? I see work as an opportunity, right? Not just to make money, but to contribute positively to the world. But unfortunately, that's not what a lot of people think about when they hear the term yuppie. They don't think about the person, whether they're in healthcare, technology, or oil and gas. They think about, okay, well, they're having a nice paid job, and they're choosing to go for stability and a safe career path, and they don't care about anything else if it doesn't benefit them. But maybe it's just that that young person is living passively. They have been in school for the last 22 years, okay, well, 17 years of their life, if you don't count pre-K and you know the first three years. But anyhow, they don't know anything better, right? Personally, coming from a household where my parents weren't born in the U.S., 
they carried over a really different culture and attitude about working and graduating college and you know luckily I wasn't pressured to go down this path and I you know willingly chose to pursue finance and business as dreadful as maybe that sounds to a few of you guys and trust me when I say this there are definitely some parts of my role that aren't the most exciting times of my life I you could have been using my time for something else not my favorite moments but I learn a lot and I grow a lot and I'll keep drilling this down every episode that for me as I'm looking at my career wherever I go finance or not it should be about the journey not the destination we're all hopefully going to get to the end we're all hopefully going to retire knock on wood and when we do we're going to think about all those years we were working and for some maybe it was a few for some it could be over 40 regardless of the amount of time you have spent into your career it's a valuable part of your time and that applies to everyone, whether you're in healthcare, you're in business, you're in entertainment. It's crazy the way at least the U.S. works is a lot of our valuable time is engraved in work. And how you view that work is really what matters. Is this work you're just hoping to get done and get by so you can enjoy whatever personal activities you like to do in your spare time? Or is this meaningful work that you truly connect with and that you think is making a difference? Uh, I know this is a pretty hefty, deep statement, but it's really, really crucial to think about your work like this, because if not, you truly are just working to live. And I find that hard to believe that a lot of people are okay with spending the majority of their life not really liking what they do. And I bet there are people like that. But given the amount of opportunity, especially at the age that we are in our 20s, I think it's okay to be picky. And I think it's okay to not be okay and complacent with the current job you're in. And that really leads to me to my discussion about what it means to be a yuppie or yappy. Uh, I really want to spend some time just talking about the five-episode series yappy I would mentioned earlier. If you're not familiar, Wong Fu Production is a pretty big YouTube channel. They primarily cater towards Asian-American experience and challenges that we face in the form of short skits and movies and They've done a lot of collaboration with big celebrities like Randall Park and Simu Liu to name a few big names. And honestly, if you've never heard of them, I would definitely check out some of their most notable works like Just Another Nice Guy, Single by 30, and Everything Before Us. The storytelling in their shows and their movies and skits are so powerful, I learn something new about myself every time I rewatch them. I think the struggles that they talk about are so relatable to the Asian American community. I think they're undeniably part of the trend we've been seeing where more Asians, East Asians, South Asians are entering the media and entertainment field. And it's just super exciting. We're making strides in all places and and areas. Okay, so I know I've been rambling, but now we know a little bit about what it is to be a yuppie. And I want to talk about what it is to be more like a yappy. I think in terms of being East Asian, and I think about having a stable career, finding a good job, and you know, marrying, having kids, like there's a lot of pressure. And I'm sure this applies to many other families and you know, ethnic groups, but especially being Asian, I feel like there's this emphasis on just making sure you do your life right and you do it in the most risk-averse, safe way as possible. And I think that just comes from a place where I don't want my children to go through what I've been through. 
I think that's valuable and I think that is a valid statement, but it doesn't really have anything to do with self-fulfillment, right? How do you derive happiness and joy from the work that you do? It's not about the money, right? If we set that aside, then what's left? And that's where it gets really tricky, right? As a young person, you know, making these big choices as an 18-year-old, oh, what major to pick? Oh, what job to pick at 22? I mean, it doesn't seem like it's crazy because everyone else is doing it, but it is. It's ridiculous to think that at such a young age, you have to make such a huge choice in your life. And it really sucks that we live in an environment where you have to choose majors based on whether or not you want a successful and stable career. When so many of us don't even know what we're exactly passionate about or what sort of wakes us up in the morning. So I feel like sometimes unwillingly, um, many of us in our you know early 20s, unfortunately, pick a major and a career that is more sustainable and fiscally responsible. But can you say that it's because we only care about ourselves? No, I think that sometimes you have to make a choice where sometimes we have to put our desires after what's safe and what's beneficial for our family. Some of us don't have the privilege to stay at home and take risks. I think if more of us could, that would be amazing. I would love to expand outside of finance and go start my own business or start something else new, Uh, hence why I'm making this podcast. But I only have such a limited amount of time to dedicate, you know, outside of work because I can't go back living in my parents' basement. Um, That's unfortunately the reality. And uh, I wish we had more time. But really, it's about how do we best use the time that we have left and I, I hit on this message earlier, but how do you shape your role, you know, the job that you're in currently to fit more of what that passion is that you have or the dream type of work that you're doing? I know not everyone can do this, but if you have that opportunity and that chance, I highly, highly suggest you take that risk. You know, let's call it a calculated risk. You take that chance on yourself because it might not come in the future and you know, what I've learned is you can always push things off. I have friends that constantly, don't surprise me, but push things off that are quite simple in my eyes. Um, and, and you guys know who you are, but I, but I love you guys. And it's just a reminder that there's never a better time but the present. And even, even as I'm recording this, I'm just like, oh gosh, how am I even going to make this podcast work? It's 10 p.m., guys, by the way. Uh, When you guys hear this, I'll be recording this the night before. So FYI. (laughs) So just please, please, if you have a moment or time on one weekend, think about what makes you happy, what is something you love doing and you would not sacrifice for the world, and see where you can build your current job or your lifestyle to go that direction. I think... Sometimes we forget that we do have a lot more control of the reality than we think. And it's all about perception. It's all about willingness and effort. I think it's so rare these days um, when everyone's busy, everyone has something to do. So just showing a little more effort and caring about your, your passions and yourself, I think that's the best investment you can do with your time is just being introspective and, and thinking critically. I think Sometimes the world moves so fast, you absorb all this information, and you don't really have time to think or reflect. 
And that's what I'm trying to achieve through this podcast. So I know that was a ramble, but let's let's talk about Yappy. Let's talk about this series. Um, it's a five-episode series, like I said. I really, really enjoyed it. I can't believe it was released July of 2018, now that I'm looking at it, which doesn't feel like that long ago. But I swear when I first saw this show, I was like, oh my gosh, they are coming at me and my friends. Uh, but no, it was a really, really educational and just inspiring show to watch. Although it's a comedy, it addresses a lot of social and racial issues for the average Asian American, and it talks about it all in the perspective of a yuppie, our Asian yuppie named Andrew. And it's funny because it portrays him as this passively living software engineer who's never questioned his place or his purpose. He is intentionally becoming a quote-unquote modern minority. At first, I was like, hold up, hold up. They are really making these yappies and yuppies to be very uncreative, very lame, in my opinion, and not motivated. And I think maybe I just felt attacked because I was in college and I was studying business and finance. And I felt like maybe this is what people think that, you know, aren't in that industry. And sadly, I didn't want people to think that way of me. But of course, you can't control how other people think, but you can control how you feel and think. And now looking back at that video two years later, I realize it's completely the opposite. It's not about, oh, like they want to pursue a comfortable life and they're risk averse. It's about what happens once you get there. Like all in all, that's a great, great desire. And I think everyone should strive for that stability and that place where they feel comfortable. But what happens after? And I think that's such a great point, especially being early in my career. Obviously, there's a lot of things going on. I'm learning a lot. I'm meeting a lot of people. And maybe I'm not comfortable yet because I'm the new fish in the pond. But hopefully in a few years, maybe sooner, depending on where I'm at, I'm going to be more comfortable. But what happens after that? And no one should have an answer, whether you're 23 or 29 or even 37. And it's totally okay not to know where you want to go or where you want to be because we're all just learning and we're figuring it out. And I'll be the first one to say, this is cheesy, but it's all about balance, right? Take risks, take calculated risks, but don't just stand there. Don't just be complacent. But don't go and drop your job and go, okay, I'm just going to drop everything start a YouTube channel. I'm not saying that, but live a life where you can live to the fullest and you have no regrets. Because uh, that's all we can really do uh, in such a short amount of time and a period where we're finally not in our parents' house and we're finally achieving independence. It can be hard to take some time to think about these kind of deep thoughts. But I challenge everyone listening to really reflect like, okay, let's say I have a stable career, stable job. I have all the designer Gucci I could want. What's next? And I know this process isn't easy. It's scary. It's unknown. But it's something we should all start sooner than later, questioning what it is that we want to do, how we want to live by. At the end of the day, it's about how you want to live your life, not by how others want you to live your life. Stay curious, stay hungry for knowledge, challenge yourself, break out the norms, break out of your box, and do things that you otherwise wouldn't have done had you not heard these words or had you not had these thoughts.
And I'll end this episode with some lines from the last episode of Yappy that I really, really resonated with. In this scene, Andrew is talking with his girlfriend about all the difficulties and challenges he's faced for being comfortable and safe. She replies and says, you're here now, so don't beat yourself up about it. Andrew responds, he thinks he should be doing something more. And his girlfriend replies that she thinks he is already. He's talking about it and he's listening. And she says that we all need to listen to one another. I think this is such a key message that underlies the whole premises of being a yappy and yuppie and just living life. I truly believe that there's just a lot of misunderstanding and if we just communicated better, maybe some of them might not have occurred. And so I challenge everyone to think about areas of their life where maybe they're not communicating the best. Maybe it's their family, loved ones, right? And, and close friends or even just people at work. Um, think about how you communicate and how you portray yourself and, and really try to empathize with the listener or the other person. I think sometimes it's just easier to have an opinion when you don't know anything about that person because you can make up your own kind of thoughts and feelings and not have to really think about what they're actually thinking. And, and that's where uh, a lot of issues can arise when you just assign these thoughts and, and feelings that aren't necessarily true. So with that being said, I hope you guys understand what it means to be a yuppie or yappy a little bit better and you know why I chose my career and why I chose my major and the direction I want to take my life in. Thanks again for tuning in. Make sure to download or leave a rating if you're on Apple Podcasts. And go and check out my Instagram page. I definitely want to know what you guys want to hear next as far as content goes. So definitely check out the page. I will have a poll out soon. And please, please share this podcast with your friends and family. I'd appreciate any and all additional support. Have a great Monday and best regards, Brian. Thank you.